Hello everybody. To let you know what's been going on with my anchor, there'll be two to four new podcasts a month. And half of my podcasts will be on my Patreon. It'll be ad-free, five bucks a month, and a lot more new stories that I haven't really been telling. Not to mention the polls. I want to say thank you for everybody supporting me and uh, stick around for new things that might be happening. Anyway, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hello everybody. Well, it's that time again. It seems I've gotten another confession, and I know it's been kind of been a while. Um, this one's a little bit different. For those who have been checking out my Instagram, I finally have a new picture of myself up. I guess my alter ego, uh, a body for the for the voice, and I think a little earlier. I was asking about, do anybody else have alter egos, you know, in the kink world, you know, your normal life and your kink life, all right, and this person went to confess to me and was okay being anonymous and let the confession be on the podcast, how they felt about their alter ego, now, she was saying, the name was originally given to her by a dear friend because she heard her speak about her childhood experiences dealing with her father and other family that had been holding this, the name. Now, she had the name and she know it was used for poetry. But, as she was saying, I didn't do much of it. But, I did, I did, I, I let it go because of the connections I've developed with the name. About one to two years ago, I missed the name and wanted to repurpose the name for something that was fitting to me and who I am truly. So in meeting you, sir, I decided to make this my alter ego. Now, it's just semantics of really creating this identity to be who and what I want it to be. Now, personally, as being the lifestyle as long as I have. Um, alter egos can be pretty fun. I found it to be a nice way to, I guess for some people, they call it their hair down. A place they can be themselves. Um, or either to, you know, cosplay, role play, whatever one you like. And now that I think about it, <laughs> speaking of a little bit of role play, or play or whatever you want to go with. I want to talk to you about the fetish uh, medical play. I'm trying to get back into a more BDSM edu- education. Get more fetishes going. So, Anyway, medical play is a role-playing scenario where the partner, sexual partners, can take on the roles of medical professionals, you know, make it kinky, the doc, the nurse, the doctor is in and I don't know, I, I kind of like that a little bit now. I haven't done medical play in a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Anyway, it, uh, in the medical play, you usually have a dominant partner. Somebody who is, you know, doing the leading in there. 
one way or the other. And usually it's a medical professional. Although I have heard of some where the patient turns the tables on the doc. I can imagine that might go. You know, now that I think about it, that many of these role plays have been happening. I wonder how many of these hmm, scenarios have been happening in real life. I mean, could you imagine really going um, <laughs> to your doc? You found out that you're trying to get yourself checked, and you know it's it's getting pretty critical. All of a sudden, the doc tries to seduce you. Hmm. Yeah, that that would be kind of uh, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on what kind of situation it's in, but. Anyway, it's a medical play is an aspect of medical fetish or simply a way to spice up, you know, what kind of sex life you got going on. It can involve, you know, um, examination where a dominant partner can do a quasi-medical procedure on the sub, right? Now, the sub or patient can be restrained, naked, put in a little humiliating costume the doc could be in his clothes like hmm you know make sure you're ready to go and the person has got to be uh, dressed in how they want to see fit um I guess in a way it kind of reminds me of teacher student type of role play but a little bit of added medical doc Not, now I know during this corona situation <laughs> I can imagine that um, certain plays now have more eyebrows raised, but hey, still seems pretty kinky to me, so it's not pretty good to go. I don't see a problem. Uh, anyway, the examination can involve handling of the genitals, breasts, insertion of objects, and they can be heated or frozen. Now, I can say that, especially a metal type tool, if you're trying to do a medical play. You're laying on the bed, table, whatever you want to use. And especially, depending how it is, and I, for what I have dealt with, with baby girls in the past, um, those, some can enjoy the metal being cool and see it and not so much. Especially when you're trying to get things prepared, you know. Some do like that cool sensation, so. Um, then once again, Communicate, listen, yeah, and find what works. But some using strap-on play to examination, uh, speculums, yeah, well, sometimes it enhance it. Um, it can come with the enema or masturbating the patient. Yeah, I, I think I can see, especially if one is tied down, um, playing with the pussy really slowly while. They can't really do anything. And then make sure you talk as professionally as possible as they make all kind of happy noises. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that really working out well. Now, they have said that in some of the more extreme cases, it can be a little bit of <laughs> medical play with anesthesia, piercing, skin stapling, or insertion of using urethra sounds now I might go into that on another podcast on um, sounding but yeah that's another intense one that will use a little bit of metal that would definitely get the point across 
right? Now, it says that sometimes that um, this can appeal to your submissive as feeling vulnerable, you know. Now, I guess the mental aspect of it. Most people feel vulnerable when they're sick or hurt. Now, like I said, I know everybody's a kink. And it's not for everybody. And, yeah, it's... It depends how you feel about it, but... I will say that... Um, the dominant can also enjoy the medical play... As a way to get him in control... Of the pleasure... Or the pain... You know? And... Um, I guess in this scenario, you always think... You're going to the doc... Doctor knows best... And... It's kind of like a... It brings about a headspace, you know, thinking about how you literally have to rely on him and hope everything's for the best. Putting your trust in this and knowing that he's having his way with you. Some can enjoy that and some, once again, might hit too close to home. It depends how you feel about it, but it's something you want to look into, go ahead and do your research, but I'll try to tell this as best I can. Anyway... Now, of course, patient doctor is one that most people know. But we come on, we got we know a bunch more. We got the nurse. Um, we got emergency. We got a. Uh, I don't know. I think I know. I don't think I really heard anybody doing a, a role play of a nine one one call. Jesus. Uh, I don't think they have. But anyway, sometimes it can also have steamy relationships with just doctor and nurse themselves as opposed to just a patient take it out of there they have so many ways to go about this just use your imagination and you know see what can happen sometimes they can have dental objects like retainers headgear or um, other insertions like menstrual cup insertion diapering injections you know it could go it can get extreme so medical gags now I guess people can so much eroticize um, just kind of play and uh, I don't know I guess to me I did uh, I, yeah, I would say I like it a lot but I usually like always going for the doctor patient or doctor nurse uh, I have heard of the other intense ones out there lately but it depends what you're looking for. Even, of course, the old-fashioned temperature-taking fetish. The rectal thermometer. <laughs> that is... Well, yeah, I've seen heard stories on that. And that can be quite kinky thinking about, hey, you know, baby girl needs to get his temperature taken. And um, that's one way to slowly find out what the problem is. Um, the arousal from letting somebody have their way with you once again on the doctor's table being vulnerable is pretty prominent and might you know might get your interest who knows you'd be surprised what you can find and of course anesthesia once again I'm going to go back to this one some could consider that to be a little bit of uh, edge play. You want to really know what you're doing 
if you want to go the anesthesia route. Some have involved in harm of death, problems, situations that you may not want to agree with, and uh, even have some anesthesia mask for a little bit of breath play as well. So there are definitely risks when you go that route. Personally, that's not my thing. That's, uh, I guess, too much risk for reward. I could do medical play without anesthesia. But we all got our own kinks. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed a little bit of going to the doctor's office today and uh, getting a little bit of medical kink in your mind. <laughs> anyway, I hope everybody's staying safe out there and uh, ain't dead. Anyway, until next time. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway, if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR, you all can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life. But anyway, until next time. <laughs>